Welcome back to a brand new episode of the EPL Boys, your home to everything English, Premier League, soccer, and a little bit more. My name is Matt, as always, with my best friend through the internet, JDJD. The international break is over. It's done. It's like a bad guy in a Godfather movie. It's sleeping with the fishes. JD, we are back, baby. Yeah, uh, we are back from um, a Premier League-less slumber. I guess we we hibernated. I mean, there, there were some good games. There were some good internationals. I mean, U.S. is back in the World Cup. Uh, didn't do it in great fashion, but I really don't want to talk about that. I really don't. But um, just a disclaimer, uh, if you hear the sound of absolutely pouring rain, that is because currently as we're recording, there is a fucking thunderstorm happening, and I'm really hoping my power doesn't go out. Uh, I haven't seen lightning yet, but the lights did flicker a little bit when thunder hit. Um, so yeah, uh, we'll see if there's an, if there's an episode for you, right? If you're listening to this right now, I'll just say that if you're listening to this right now, I, my power did not go out. Um, so (laughs) honestly, that, that's going to be the key thing. We're going to kind of go through this episode a little bit quicker than most. Um, during the international break, things happened. Um, nothing really premier league related. Uh, again, certain clubs made the world cup. Certain clubs didn't. We kind of already uh, breezed on Italy, not qualifying. Uh, there's a couple handful of other teams that did not make it. Um, but yes, the United States is in the world cup. They did it in losing fashion, which again, the only way the United States knows how to do things is do it completely ass backwards. But Besides that point, JD, the Premier League is back. We are we, we're back. And um, so there, I just thought of it. There was one just. It's not good for the for the reason it had to be done, but the sir, it was just the funniest thing ever. Harvey Elliott. Um, many of you know him as the budding young player on Liverpool. Uh, I think he's nineteen now. He might still be eighteen, but the the the, the young player that is looking great um scored his first premier league goal a couple weeks ago so he has a girlfriend and on instagram <laughs> matt you know what i'm talking about right yeah go ahead i'm not okay yeah. oh yeah, yeah so he, his girlfriend posted a picture of herself you know as you know girls their age do on instagram not weird um i, I forget what the caption was but harvey elliott commented on it saying like awesome like so you know cute like whatever being a boyfriend like just commenting on it and some manchester united fan (laughs) responded to his comment saying oh man it's crazy how uh harvey elliott's had more more girls in the last year than premier league goals first of all he's 18 18 or 19 so give him a fucking break but second of all elliott responded to that (laughs) saying same one since last year at least i know how to treat women unlike some people from manchester (laughs) nope and that that shouldn't be funny that shouldn't be funny but god damn it it is it's good clapback it's good it it is it is the perfect i mean i mean really like i i don't think i have not heard of like liverpool sanctioning elliott or anything for that because it was very public but oh man i actually what a fucking what a fucking response that actually brings up a separate topic, and I hate to turn it into, like, not a negative, but turn it to a more darker topic. 
um, after the world after the Euros where Marcus Rashford missed his penalty, he oh, was yeah. abused racially online. One of the people, a 19-year-old, was found guilty and now will serve jail, jail. time. Jail. Awesome. Throw him in. Awesome. See, it's, I think what? it's six weeks. I think it's six weeks, which which honestly, uh, I, I, thi- I thought it would be shorter. But I wouldn't want it to be longer than that Yeah. for a 19-year-old. But you I, know what? But you know what? I'm just I happy. Think that's fair. I'm just happy that things like this are starting to happen because yes. now it, yes. it's proving that you can no longer behind a keyboard and say the worst things on earth and be able to get away with it. And honestly, yep. I'm yep. hoping that this continues. I'm hoping people continue to get called out. Um and honestly, I think that is a massive step in the right direction, and I'm I'm very happy, you know, that it's not just a Man United player, but just a, a player of color is now. It, the players are again, the problem isn't solved, but we're getting close. I feel like we're getting closer and closer to the solution, but again, there's always, you know, we want to keep going. Yep. Um, yep. But guys, I mean, that was really the only topics that happened. Like I said, certain teams qualified, certain teams didn't. JD's got thunder in the background. So basically, ACDC set is probably going to start in about 10 or 15 minutes. Um, But guys, we are back. Yes, the English Premier League is back. We're better than ever. Uh, The games are still all over the place because certain teams have certain games played. Others don't. Um... We're going to do some, you know, we're going to just honestly, guys, again, this episode was always going to be intended to be a little bit on the, the shorter side just because we don't have that much to review, but we have a lot to preview. Uh, coming up into the upcoming weeks, uh, there are some massive, massive, massive games. Uh, Liverpool and City are going to absolutely duke it out, it seems now, for the Premier League title as at least five or six teams might be in the relegation battle over the next few weeks. There is still a lot to play for. A lot to play for. As JD, as is our fan picks and stuff like that. JD, you're sitting at 133. I'm sitting at 138. And JD, for the first time all year, the fans are at 139. The fans are in first place. JD, we better fucking tune the fuck up. Fuck the fans. And, oh my goodness. But guys, we are going to go into this weekend's game starting bright and early Saturday morning. JC, the potential title contenders. You just call me JC. JC. All right, well, JD. Sorry. I was looking at the thing, and JC has a question coming up. Of course he does. (laughs) Of course. Hey, I wouldn't have it any other way. I look forward to that JC question every week. It's going to be convoluted, and I should have seen it before we started recording, of course. So, So, J.D., (laughs) Liverpool Football Club will be hosting Watford 7.30 in the morning. J.D., I would be very, very rude if I didn't have you give your opinion first. Yeah, um, I don't know why Liverpool have the 7.30 game again. They literally had it, like, three match weeks ago. I I, I don't understand. Which, I... I'll say it every time. I understand it's being played in the UK where it's the lunchtime game. It's the 1230 game. That's actually a great time for a sporting event. I, I honestly, I would love, I would love to go get one or like an early lunch, go watch the match, have a couple drinks or go get lunch after. Like that's a good time to have a sporting, a uh, sporting event. It's not like the NFL where it's at one or four and it's going to be a four hour fucking shit show. I no, Yeah. Give me a 1230 kickoff time all day, but we're in America right now, so five hours behind, 7.30 a.m., it fucking blows. I might have to do what I did last time and just stay up the entire night and just watch the game and then fall asleep at 
Um, it didn't work out last time. I only saw the first like 20 minutes, passed out. But uh, I might try it again. I don't know. But it's it's Watford. Liverpool are going to walk all over them. It's at Anfield. I, they're in good form. They're com- A lot of their players didn't. Well, I shouldn't say that. A lot of their English players didn't play. Because <laughs> I don't even think Jordan Jordan Henderson, I don't even think he played for it. He was in the squad, but I know he didn't start any of the games. But um, So he's not injured, which is nice. Trent, uh, I think, might be fit. I'm hoping he is. I, I He pulled out of the England squad for an injury, but I, I don't think it was that bad. Um, everyone else came back fine. Uh, Luis, Luis Diaz scored for Colombia, but unfortunately they didn't make the World Cup, which is a little sad. Um, Salah and Mane had another encounter between Senegal and Egypt, and one of them came out, and the other one had lasers shown in their face. Um, yeah, I, I think the squad is going to be healthy. They're going to be refreshed for the most part. Um, so I, I, I think it's going to be easy. Liverpool win. I, I really, there's not much else to say about it. This will be clinical three or four now the fans are going to agree with you and yeah i am without a doubt going to agree with you um liverpool are hot they're on fire all their players did extremely well uh during the international break as you said everyone seems to be coming back healthy or fit yeah liverpool at home every day of the week uh the next game is going to be brighton is going to be hosting norwich i'll start this one first as poor as Brighton have been over the weeks going into the international break, there was no team in the Premier League worse than Norwich. And I'm, yeah, I think I'm choosing the lesser of two evils with this one. I'm going to choose Brighton because uh, Brighton are home. Brighton have the better players. Brighton have the better coaching. Brighton have the better strategy. If it walks like a duck and it talks like a duck, it's most likely a duck. So I'm going to choose Brighton. JD? Matt? This game is going to have a fatter D than Johnny Sins. I, right. which, I'm, I'm actually going to draw a really thick D on my paper. Like just a actually, giant cock. It's not, no, it, it's not, right. just, it, just a really thick. Like Usually it's, it's ni- I'm, uh, nice and thick. It's wow, thick. that looks great, man. That's a great yeah, drawing like, of a penis. Like, like A nice thick D right there. Yeah, that's, no, no, no. That, that's a great drawing of a penis you just made. Um, yeah, you know what? Does your wife does your wife know you're this talented? There you go. Look, just for, <laughs> just just for you, just for you. The good old yeah. the good the good old cock and balls. That's what it is. <laughs> the the holding two dicks. The holding. Ah, okay, yeah. So you're going for the four four two a four two two the four two the yeah. four two 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 <laughs> the holding two dicks. I'm if literally it, just. I'm if literally... no one, if, if 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 you don't know what that means, go look up the formations that Ralph Ragnick had for Manchester United his first couple games. Uh, they are hilarious. It looks like just two dicks and and a set of ball. It's 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 so funny. But the whole two dicks. But yeah, um, this game, I, Brighton fucking suck. Norwich almost. I I almost just want to say like these teams just both suck these the same amount because Norwich have shown that they can maybe pull a result out of this i i i don't know but i have no faith in brighton i nothing this is gonna be a nil-nil draw i you know what i mean honestly i i can't argue with you that i think that like it could be that because it really could be both teams aren't really doing that great but the fans are agreeing with me the fans are going to be going with brighton before this contest the next game burnley will be hosting manchester city now, this game theoretically should be cut and dry. The fans believe so, going heavily with Manchester City. JD, I as well am going to go with Manchester City, 
But I am very hesitant because this is the type of team that really frustrates the shit out of Pep Guardiola. So what are you thinking? If Burnley, it, it, dude, if Burnley grab any points off of City this time round, it is literally Liverpool's to lose. Yeah, uh, I'm throwing it all on Burnley. Burnley win this game. Wow. Pep Guardiola has everything to lose, and he does not want to play this Burnley side because they are going to not park the bus. They are going to disable the bus in a ditch in front of the goal, and it will be immovable. Oh, my God. I just... I mean, this, this will be one of the most boring games ever witnessed. But Burnley will get a corner and score. This will be a one 0 Burnley win. I'm putting I, I, mo- I'm putting money on this. I, uh, I I'm I'm going to bet on this game I, because the odds will be so against yeah, me that I yeah. will make money. Honestly, you're not wrong. I mean, but I can't stress this enough. If City don't get all three points against Burnley, it literally op- it, it and not- and that's what's going to eat at them. See, Liverpool have it easy. They they're playing Watford. They could be Watford. No, any day. But Burnley, it see, and if Liverpool was playing Burnley, I would say the same exact thing. I, I, I would say this is the toughest game of the season for Liverpool, but they're not. This is going to, I honestly, I think, I think Liverpool versus versus City still decides the title, in my opinion. Oh, it has to. It has to because it's, it's literally the next match week that decides the title. But I, City, oh my God, they have everything to play for against Burnley. Uh. They have everything to play for because they are going to over Pep. Pep is going to overthink the shit out of this game, and that has always been his downfall. If he overthinks stuff, he makes mistakes. Like I mean, he's honestly, gonna, he, yeah. he's probably gonna play De Bruyne as a false knot. Oh, I mean, that's honest, what's gonna happen. Well, and, I mean, honestly, I, I don't disagree with that method. I think if you're playing against Burnley, you just take off a center back and you put in a CDM. And you kind of just you, you just you're putting you want to put as much pressure and as much good delivery on their box as possible. So I think that's how City will break them down. But like I said, City are always due for just a cheeky, cheeky dumb goal. And it, like I said, I'm gonna go with City. But again, this is a game that could go horribly wrong for the blue side of Manchester. Next game, Chelsea Football Club, Brentford Football Club. JD, I'll have you start this one off first. Uh, you have teams on opposite sides of the table. I I can't imagine you're going to be going without the like going against the obvious answer. Yeah, I'm going to go Chelsea. I I really haven't heard too much about the sanctions uh, in, in in a bit. Um, I haven't really thought about it either. So I I don't know how full the stadium's going to be. I mean, I, I guess if you, you know they probably have a very high percentage of season ticket holders. So I'm sure there won't be a huge drop off in fan support. Um, but again, I just, I haven't heard much about the sanctions since they've been put into place, uh, for Chelsea, but I, I honestly, I don't think that matters. I, I think this Chelsea side is just so much better than Brentford. Brentford are not bad. They just right now with their form, they're, they're not going to be Chelsea at home. It's just not going to happen. No, I, 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 I'm with you. So are the fans. We're all going to be going with Chelsea. I just feel like Sanctions or not, Chelsea are just an outright much better football club than Brentford. And yeah, I think Brentford are good for a goal, but I think Chelsea are good for three or four. Uh, The next game, this one's actually, I think, going to be probably one of the more even contests of the weekend. Leeds United will be hosting Southampton. Now, I'll start this one off first. I'm back in my boy, Jesse Marsh. 
because god damn it do leads not look like the high flying son of a bitches that I knew that they would be under a great American coach like Jesse. I think there's just fire. There's fire and there's passion under this lead side now that wasn't under Bielsa and there's an actual good game plan for this specific type of players. Um, I'll just do it for the theatrics, JD. I say that Leeds win 2-1 in a 93rd minute winner. All right. Uh, it worked for me that one time that I called the exact minute a goal would be scored for a team. Do you Wait, what, when, what, what game was that? Because I don't remember, actually. I just know I did it. I'm trying to think. I'll have to look back. I wrote it down in my notes, so I'll have yeah, it for the Yeah, shit. What, fuck, what game was that? I don't even remember. But, um, yeah, this game, I think this will be a draw. And, and a much a much improved Leeds United side will take this draw. I, I think this will be a good point to fight relegation. Because Southampton, are they are inherently a good team. They're just inconsistent. So if you can pull any points from that, from where Leeds are right now, I, 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 would take the, I would take a point right now. If I was Jesse Marsh, I would just take it, take it, move on. If he could, if he could draw every game till the end of the season, I, I mean, it would depend on other results, obviously. But I, I would think that would be pretty good. I don't, I don't know if that would necessarily confirm safety, but you got to think Leeds are probably going to win a couple games, and they're probably going to lose a couple games. But yeah. take the draws when they come. Take no, I, and I think if it came down to it, I think Jesse Marsh would be happy with that result. And the fans, Shady, are actually going to agree with you. Uh, they believe a draw is going to be the uh, safe answer going into this contest. Next game, though, Wolves will be hosting Aston Villa. Now, JD, the fans are going to be going with Aston Villa. I'm handing this off to you now. What are you thinking? Because Aston Villa have been a little bit hit or miss going into the international break. Wolves as well, not the most consistent side in the Premier League. So what what are you thinking going into this game? You know, I hate picking all these draws, but the matchups are the matchups. I, I think these, te- these two teams are a, a perfect case of one does not beat the other. I, I, I They just match up evenly. I, I, I think they, they, player to player, they match up evenly. Uh, even if they're not running the same formation, I, I just think this will be an entertaining draw. There, there will be goals. Um, I believe Raul Jimenez is suspended um, because due to his red card. I, maybe I would have picked Wolves if Raul Jimenez was there, but I, I don't know if he's doing enough for this Wolves side this season anyway. Uh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick a very entertaining draw. And you know what's funny, JD? I was thinking about doing Wolves... But like you said, that suspension is what kind of just completely turns it for me. I'm going complete 180. I'm going to be going with Aston Villa. I think Raul Jimenez is that much of an X factor that that he is literally the difference between a win and a loss. So I'm going to be going with Aston Villa as well. Um, I'm going to be agreeing with the fans. The next game coming up, the 1230 game on Saturday, Manchester United will be hosting Leicester City Football Club. Now, this is a very interesting game. You have Man United absolutely fighting for their their Champions League lives, while Leicester just seem to be just fighting. JD, I'll start this one off first, and I think a lot of Man United players had very, very good games in the international break. It seems everyone is coming back fit and healthy. I have to go, if if we're going player to player, I have to go with Manchester United because I think the coaching systems bounce, like they cancel each other out because you have two coaches who are both just not great and you basically are going to have it just go down to the players and I think Leicester can, will drop the bag 
like they have in so many games this season. So I'm going to be going with United. JD, the fans are going to be going with United. So what say you? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go with United. They, sh- they should beat Leicester at home. They should. So I'm going to go with United. Wouldn't it be funny, though, if, if Leicester just walk all over? You know? It could so, be. Hey, circa mean... 2016. You know, go back to 2016. They're just doing that to the whole league. It probably won't happen. Um, Leicester are pretty dog shit. For, for the players they have, they're playing like dog shit. Um, I, I don't know what's going on. I, I, I feel like that is, that is my response to Leicester City this entire season. It's like, I don't know what's going on because they should not be as bad as they are. And United have have had their own problems, but um, they should probably beat Leicester City at home. So I'm I'm gonna go with United. <sighs> Fingers crossed. I need a really good bounce back on this international win. <laughs> hey, Harry Maguire masterclass. That Fuck. that ten year contract oh. incoming. Fuck off. Oh my god. <laughs> West. Oh man. We're we're on to Sunday now. West Ham United will be going up against Everton. Now this JD, I'll have you start this one actually off first. Um. I'm not going to lie to you. Everton, bottom of the table, really struggling. West Ham, kind of doing well, kind of just staying above water. So, JD, I'm going to start. have you start this one off first. What are we thinking? The Hammers, man. The Hammers are going to hammer that nail in that coffin to the championship for Everton. They're going down. This will be a very easy win for David Moyes' side. Um, I haven't had to say that in a while. Call him David Moyes. That's a, it's a I, I, I love saying that because he did he did coach in Spain, so it is it is valid to to call him that. Uh, but D- David Moyes has 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 done enough at West Ham to warrant a massive win against at home against Everton here. I Everton are just terrible. I they're they're just awful. It's it it's it's insane. The players they brought in over the last couple of years, the coaches they brought in. The last couple of years, I mean they they have had two Champions League Champions League winning coaches managers in the last three what three seasons I guess or real two seasons really because they only had Rafa for half this season yeah so in the last in the last two seasons they have had two Champions League winning managers and they are what you said they were bottom in the league I didn't even see that are they actually dead bottom of the league no they're not dead bottom of the league they're just on the far bottom part of the table that's all oh well you said bottom of the league i was like well what? when i meant oh yeah they're in seventh. The, yeah, yeah they're well, in 17th by yeah. by three points with two yeah. games in hand. i mean I, I i don't care it doesn't change my opinion about them i think they're still going down yeah they're gonna go I, down I, because yeah. because burnley are gonna fucking burnley watford are gonna lose to liverpool this weekend but they're gonna get a result later later in the season and honestly i just don't see everything getting another result I, maybe a draw here and there. I just don't see them winning. I I, I would bet against them for the rest of the season. Well, they, they have no identity, and I, the, yeah. and what's worse is they don't have. They're gonna have that point suspension probably come next season in the championship. It, I this is gonna be a Sunderland two point Oh how the mighty have fallen! But yes, fuck them. Fuck the the fans as myself are going to be going with West Ham. Uh, the home team, the better informed team, better players, just better everything. Final game on Sunday is going to be Tottenham hosting Newcastle United. Now, JD, this game is interesting. I'll go first. I am going to be going with Spurs. I think Spurs have just a little too much in the tank when it comes to star power. 
for this Newcastle side to be able to handle. Now, JD, the fans are also agreeing with me. They think Tottenham are going to take this easy. Anything to counteract that? Um, no, I Tottenham should win. They should. They're on paper, they're the better team. But you know, you never you never know when you're gonna get a certain performance out of this specific team. But they should win. They should win. Alright, so we're down to the final final game. It's gonna be on Monday. Crystal Palace will be hosting Arsenal Football Club. I understand Crystal Palace are gonna be the home side, but yeah, I'm gonna be going with Arsenal all the way before the um before the international break, Arsenal were one of the hotter teams uh, going on. Um, and I don't think that's going to stop. I think a lot of their players had very good windows uh, in the international you know, segment. But yeah, I think that continues. So JD, what are you thinking? Um, it'd be easy to pick an Arsenal win away at Crystal Palace. But I, I, I think that's discounting what Crystal Palace has done this season um, in, in certain situations. So I... I'm going to go a draw. I think Crystal Palace at home are going to run their asses off against this Arsenal team. And I, I, I think Mikel Arteta is going to... He, he is going to think this is going to be easy. And it's not. So I, I think this will be a gritty draw that Crystal Palace will love and Arsenal fans will take to Twitter, to YouTube, AFTV or whatever. Your, yeah. Arsenal fan TV or whatever it is, yeah, it, it'll be it'll be funny, that's I to say the least. It, it will be funny, but I think this will be a gritty draw. And sorry for picking so many draws this weekend, but um, you know that's just how the matchups hey, happen. Hey, you gotta do what you gotta do with what you gotta do. But the fans are gonna be agreeing with me. They think Arsenal are going to take all three points. Guys, that is going to be the end of our picks. Now, really quickly, I forgot to bring this up before. forgot to bring it up in the beginning. Uh, apparently, Inked confirmed by Fabrizio Romano and other major sources, Bruno Fernandes has signed a five-year contract extension with Manchester United. Why? All the hopscotch penalties. Do it all. I want it all. I want Why? it all. Why? I... I'm not saying, like, that's great for Manchester United, but why would he do that Who cares? right now? Like, just wait until Who they s- get a new manager. No, no, no. Don't, I, don't like, care. I, maybe, cool. how much are they paying him? Because oh, uh, that, see, now, here's the They're bit. paying him 400K, I'm, now, I'm sure. I, uh, 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 I don't think it's 400, but I think knowing that, I, I do, I think knowing that, like, Edison Cavani, Jesse Lingard, Paul Pogba, all of these other bigger contracts on the like on the roster are all going to be gone this summer, all on a free. I I think personally, I think United's going okay. We know they're gone, so that's going to leave us with open cat like open room to be able to give Bruno a few more dollars. So they 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 must be paying him so much fucking money because why it why would his agent be telling him? That this is a good idea, unless they were paying him just an exorbitant amount of money. I, I have to, I have to imagine it's somewhere probably in the ballpark of three hundred pound, three hundred thousand pounds a week. I have I, to I'm gonna have to guess between three and four hundred thousand. Yeah, because it's got to be. Yeah. If you think about it, right now, wait until the summer. Wait until Manchester United brings in a new manager, because it, you know we can have our speculations, but we don't know who that's going to be. No, is it, is right. it if it's Ten Hag, great. Like that that's a good manager assigning. If it's Bob Bradley, I would have questions. 
Um, if you listen to our last episode, that's who my uh, managerial pick for Manchester United rebuild was. Um, you know, jokingly, of course. Uh, Pop Bradley would scoff at the, at the at the thought of coaching Manchester United. He's too good for that. Um, Leave me alone. <laughs> but no, it, it's it's a serious thing though. Like players signing contracts in certain situations can be just so questionable. I, I mean, I, I guess I guess if the money's right, it doesn't matter. But I. I would just wait. Personally, I would wait until the the next manager comes in, because even if it's Ten Hag, Ten Hag could look at Bruno in training and be like, "That's not my. That's not my type of player." Like I'm, and and oh, you just signed this five year extension. Well, I don't care if you're making all this money. I'm not gonna play you. Like the only thing I knows? could, the only thing I could think of is that when they were presenting Bruno with this deal, I have to assume there was talks about. Who the net, who's going to be the guy in? Who's going to be? I Maybe. have to assume. I have Maybe. to. Because you're right. Why would Bruno ever commit five years? This is his prime. We are talking about the contract he is signing through his prime. When this contract expires, he'll be 32, 33 years old or something like that. So he is. this is the contract where he's in his prime. This is the big deal for him. This is the biggest contract he will prob- probably ever sign. So for him, you hope that... I'm, the only other thing I could think of is, JD, maybe they trust Bruno enough going forward. There's speculations that possibly Harry Maguire might not be with United through the uh, offseason. They could be approaching Bruno as being like, hey, Cristiano's only here for another year. Slabhead might only be here for another year. Captain this club, C. this club yeah. is going to need a captain. One. Yep. Two. Fair. We, yeah. And two, what if, hey, Bruno, we trust you enough. We want you in the room helping us choose the next head coach. So. Yeah, that ain't that is not happening. I can tell you right now. One no, not at Manchester United. That's not how they work. And two, not even, not even anywhere. I mean, I, you what? know, you hear stories about certain players that you know have a seat at the table. I, in America, it was a big thing with the Aaron Rodgers deal with the Green Bay Packers that he wanted a seat at the table for things like that. I don't, even, I, I don't like that. I think, I think input is opinion is fine, but having an actual seat at the table, that's not how a business should be run, and that's that is what teams. In the Premier League, are they are a business that is not how it should be run. I don't think it's good. I, I, what like, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't. If if that happened, I don't like that one bit. I mean, it's Manchester United, so it's probably going to be detrimental. So great, but um, I, I don't think I don't think that that would have happened regardless. Well, we'll have to see how that pans out. But guys, we are guys and girls. We are now going to break down and talk about some wonderful fan submitted questions. Once again, guys, thank you so much uh, for submitting those questions. If you are listening to us for the first time and want to submit a fan question, hey, give us a follow on the Instagram and you'll be able to submit fan questions anytime we post up the link in our story. So we're going to start off first. The first question is going to come from Michael. Michael, thank you again for all the support. How much stock do you put in one of your players' performances during the international break? So, JD, we actually talked a little bit about how certain players did during the international break and didn't. So do do you put a lot of investment in that fact that they had a good window and now they're coming back to the club 
Um, a little bit. I, I almost want to say, like, if they had a good window, great. Like, they scored a goal, assisted, you know, whatever, kept a clean sheet. Like, fantastic. Um, and if they didn't have a good window, I, I almost want to, I almost want to be biased to the good window, like having a good window, because if you have a bad window, I mean, if you think about it, sure, if you're a veteran international player, like you played with a lot of the same guys for the national team a bunch of times, but that's not always the case. I mean, this could be your first time playing with the national team. You might not get as much playing time, but you also might not just have the chemistry. So even if like a player like Luis Diaz... He had a good window. He scored a goal. I, I just, I, I'm not taking too much from that because he only plays with the Columbia national team a couple times a year. And how, how much chemistry can you make from, from that? I mean, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know how much I take from it. I honestly see, I mean, I guess if it's world cup qualifying, it's important. But other than that, if it's a friendly, I take nothing from it because it is just an excuse for that player to get injured. And I, I hate it. I hate it. You know what? Uh, I'm gonna, I'm I agree with you, but I'm also gonna flip it a little bit. I do. I put a lot into how these players look coming in and out of the window because if they're going in with a little bit of a slump and they absolutely batter a small country, get a couple goals, get some confidence under their belt. I know. I know be, who you're talking about too. That could be massive. Usually, Harry Maguire's best games are the one yeah. or two right after the international and, break. Luke so, Shaw as well. Oh, well, yeah. Luke, Luke, Luke Shaw only scores yeah. for England. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, Han, hear me out here. He I've will had have this, more goals no, for England than he will for his club career. I've had this conversation with other people. Harry Maguire and Luke Shaw play phenomenal in a back five. Maybe, just maybe, you take the back five in England and you just put it with Man United. Like... You have the security where Harry Maguire is not one of two center back, and Luke Shaw has the ability to go forward. Where clearly, if he gets anywhere near the box, is prime fucking Maradona. Yeah, but who's who's gonna play? I mean, who's the, who are the other center backs that uh, are I mean, playing that back five? I'm sorry. I, could, I mean, short term. I mean, long term maybe. But I mean, you could do Veron and Lindelof as the other two center backs in that back three. That technically yeah, would I, work. I feel like that leaks just as many goals because, Veron, I mean, Veron's a great defender, but Lindelof is not a world-class defender. Well, Harry Maguire is Harry Maguire. I, I don't think that really changes much. I, I, I and, and if you're going to do that, I think teams are just going to adjust to it. I I, I don't know. I, I don't think that, I don't think adding in a, another shitty center back changes much. Um, it just makes two, I mean, it makes a, a bad center back pairing a bad center back triple yeah. I, I i don't know uh, to go back to the original question michael uh yeah i do put a lot into that because if you are going into the window in poor form and you come out with a lot of confidence that's massive but it also works two ways if you go into the window hot play horrible and like it could be bad because you could take that really poor momentum and then it could trickle into you know, your regular club level. So it's a double-edged sword. You basically could take the good or you could take the bad with it. Uh, the next question's coming from Andy. It's a two-parter. The first one, though, is from me, Andy, a Columbus Crew fan. The Columbus Crew uh, drew the New York Red Bull 1-1, JD, the other week while we were uh, away. And, well, um, I do not care. 
And uh, well, 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 hear, hear me out for this one. Because, well, actually, it's good for the union, but. <laughs> well, let me just say this. JD, I'm not going to lie to you. Je- Giazzi Zardes and Derek Entian Jr. both missed multiple chances with no goalie in the net. And I mean, JD, I'll send you the video. <gasps> Yeah, Jossie was, Zardes missed a sitter. Yeah, I've seen the video. Yeah. Um, oh my god, I'm so shocked. Holy shit. Yeah. What? Uh, I thought he was. I thought he should have been with the national team. He should have been leading that line for the U.S. Oh, oh man. So uh, Andy, the first question he asked is Matt, how much did how much money did you pay Zardes and NTN to miss those chances against the Red Bull? Andy, zero. I Andy, zero. You don't need to. Andy. <laughs> I don't release my paycheck or pay transactions to anyone. Okay, that's how I'm gonna. That's how you're gonna get your boy Matt thrown in jail. Um, the next question, though, guys, if the U.S. men's national team played Manchester United or Liverpool in a match that somehow mattered, who are you rooting for? Um, I mean, that's uh, easy for me. But I mean, I, JD's a communist and hates America, so um, I'm just I'm just kidding. I, I, well, I mean, I, it depends. It depends. It depends. No, it, it, uh, it depends. Honestly, I've I've had this like come up like in the past because like there have been times where I've always like pondered like, well, what if my two favorite teams met up? If the Red Bull played against the the Manchester United, who would I root for? One, saying it out loud now with no hesitation whatsoever. I don't care who Man United puts on the field, the Red Bull are fucking winning. Well, that um, game th- that game doesn't happen because that definitely plays in America and you know, Manchester United don't go to America with Ronaldo on the roster. Well, one, one player doesn't come to the Manchester. <laughs> <laughs> um Man United actually just announced that they're uh, going to East Asia play- for their and they're playing uh, Liverpool the first game. It's it's against Liverpool. That's pretty fucking dope. That's well, yeah, it's it's not dope because it's a preseason game to a matchup that will happen at least twice the following season. So who, you know who what? the fuck, fuck cares? You know what? Fuck it. I'm calling it now. If we have the ability to, I also have to see. I think I'm traveling this summer, so I have to figure out where the fuck <laughs> I'm even. Going I have no idea. Summer. I think it's in July. Or so I, I saw right. it. I saw it. Right. We'll figure today. it. We'll figure it out. We might do like some like lime str- live stream bullshit. Lime for that. stream. Yeah. Lime yeah, do stream. A live yeah. stream. Um, yeah, uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll be honest with you. If it came down to Manchester United versus the U.S. men's national team, I really wouldn't like. I think I would be more upset if United lost, but at the same time, if United won, I would still be pretty, like, it depends on how the U.S. men's national team plays. I mean, that's it. If they roll over and lose 6 nothing, uh, I got questions, because Man United's not that good. Um, but yeah, you'd expect Man United to win, and I think that's the mindset I would have going in. So, JD, I don't know about you. If the U.S. men's national team was going up against Liverpool this weekend, who would you be rooting for? Yeah, no question, it'd be Liverpool. <laughs> I mean, I, I am a U.S. men's national team fan, of course, but I, it, the, the most glaring th- issue is Greg Berhalter. I mean, I can't stand him. Uh, he shouldn't be the coach. Um, I, that, that is immediately swings me to Liverpool. And then also I follow Liverpool way heavier than I follow the U S men's national team. Like, sure. I'll, I watch most national team games, but I, 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 I put way more time into Liverpool. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to pick them. All right. Well, our next question comes from Dom. Dom, thank you again for, um, all the love. Ahead of the World Cup group drawings, that's going to be in the next day or so, if I'm not mistaken, who do you guys have winning this year's World Cup? So, J.D., I'll have you start this one off first. 
Um, I think France are always a strong shout. They will always be a strong shout. Um, I really don't know. I, I I think it's just too early. I think it's too early because we have we have an entire summer of just speculation. We have, we we have to finish this season, and then we have the the entire summer of speculation, and then we have the almost the first half of next season. I I mean there could be a, a young player that just blossoms, you know, in preseason over the summer and just scores 10 goals in the first half of the season for, you know, whatever, whatever team for, and, and he's whatever nationality that's going to the world cup that could flip something. I mean, I mean, you could look at like take Germany where I don't think Germany are a, like right now looking at it. I have France, but then I look at like Germany where they, they always have good young talent and you could have somebody like, I'm not saying Kai Havertz, but like a Kai Havertz that scores 10 goals before November and makes the roster and that and that could change it. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think I think it's too early. I think it's too early. Well, like let's see the groups because then France could be drawn with uh, well, I they 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 sent out the the pots, you know, of like who could be drawn against who. I don't I saw it but I, I don't remember who it is. But like in theory, not taking that into account because it could be false, but like say, you know, Germany, France and Belgium all get drawn together. Like, yeah, one of those powerhouses is not going to make it past the group stages. So, I I don't know. It's too early. I do agree with JD. It is a little early to start predicting winners because there's also injuries that you have to think about and shit like that. Um, If you want to talk about FIFA rigged, like FIFA rigged, like look me dead in the eyes, FIFA rigged, Portugal versus Argentina, World Cup final. Messi and Ronaldo's both last world the World Cup game. Yeah, call. Yeah, that would yeah. be. Yeah, that would be massively um, influenced by yeah. Uh, yeah. FIFA, yeah. which they you know it's not like they've ever done anything wrong in the past. You, you know, I, I, I think it, we have to we have to go into this you know with FIFA being the upstanding organization that it is. Um, we have to think that they would be a little more. You know, they have a little more integrity than to fix, you know, the largest sporting event in the world. So that, you know, the two, arguably the two greatest players to ever play, you know, face off against you know, against each other in the final. Yeah, that, that wouldn't happen. FIFA yeah. wouldn't do that. Are you kidding me? They, they don't like money. They gave it away. Yeah. <laughs> God, um, I can't believe I said that with a straight face. Yeah. That that is probably what's gonna happen, it, or or, there, or it's gonna be like a semifinal matchup or something. They, they're certainly they are not gonna be drawn in the same group, Argentina Portugal, one hundred percent. They will not. Uh, yeah, you can call that one right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess if I had to shortlist it, like really really shortlist it, um, I actually do think Portugal have a very good team. Um, like low key, they have a very good team. They have a lot more younger people kind of coming yep. through the mix now. Uh, Portugal, Portugal is definitely a shout, and Cristiano Ronaldo, knowing that this will be his last, most likely his last World Cup, um, he's probably gonna literally empty the tank. Like he will theoretically and physically empty the tank to do what he has to do. Because if he were to walk into the sunset with bringing Portugal both a World Cup and a Euro, um, yeah, 
I understand they might have like four statues of him already in that country, but literally they're just going to rename everything to him. So, mm. um, but uh, JD, I think Portugal's a shout, but I think England definitely are in the conversation because if Italy's not there, that means England's, it's a clear shot, baby. Yeah, well, I don't think Iceland's there, so that's also, you know, good. Um, the one thing I'll say about Portugal, say Cristiano Ronaldo does not stay at Manchester United after this season. Now, I, I don't know. I, I don't really follow Manchester United, you know, like you would. So I, I don't know if that's really a, a, a realistic thing that he leaves. If he goes to the MLS this summer... Does he make the Portuguese national team for the World Cup? Yeah, yes. I, Ab- I mean, absolutely. Yeah. No, absolutely. no, no. Pro- probably, probably. But wouldn't that be kind of in the back of the, I, the minds of people? Where like, I, oh, I the just, first half of the season, he's going to be playing in MLS. Like, does he make the... You look at with Sebastian Javinko with the Italian I, national team. He I, was blacklisted. I mean, he was well, blacklisted from well, the Italian well, national team. That's, you know, I mean, that's what the Italian national team does though. The Italian I, national I'm team, just yeah. saying like I, a, I, that, I also, that is that, that was put into existence. There is a I, precedent. I also don't believe Ronaldo is ever going to go to the MLS. And I don't oh, think, I think it's, he will. I, I, Oh I wait, no, no, I'm sorry. What am I saying? No, Ronaldo's never going to go to the MLS. What am I saying? He's not he's never going back to America. I'm just no, I can't I'm, even believe I said that. I I'm, I just contradicted n- myself. Not even not even for the legal reasons that may or may not be happening. Um I think he's going to just go back to Portugal cuz he spends his off seasons in Portugal. He everything his family is still in Portugal. Every his entire life is still in Portugal. I think he also understands that in Portugal, he is a god. In America, he's just another celebrity. And I think for him, he personally knows, if I just freaking stay in Portugal, I'll still be able to travel to all of the most beautiful places all across Europe. And again, like, I just, I think he stays in Portugal, honestly. There have been rumors that Porto might go after him, but honestly, I think it's a storybook ending. He'll end up back at Sporting. And he'll finish his career where it started. And yeah, I think that's... I, I, I'm i not going to put my paycheck on it, but damn, that's probably the story that's going to happen. Plot twist. He goes to MLS, but he goes to either Toronto or Montreal Impact. And, that would only, just play, be and only plays home games. That would, no, that, that, would be, <laughs> that would be really, like, of all the MLS teams to go to... <laughs> yeah, like, I know. <laughs> Like, I could just see Ronaldo in the middle of winter look up in Toronto and go, why the fuck is it 10 degrees outside? Like... <laughs> I mean, at least at least Montreal has the nightlife, but, um... You people <laughs> live here willingly? Like, yeah, right. Anybody in Canada. You live here willingly. <laughs> I mean, I will uh, say, if you look at... A, if, if you, I, I think I saw, like, a YouTube video about it. It was, like... 80% or so, some ridiculous percentage of the Canadian pop- population lives more Southern than some U.S. states because of how the country is. Yeah. Like, it's so dense in, in like, the Montreal, Toronto area yeah. and Quebec area, um, which is wild. So, it's actually, you, you know, you say that you live, you willingly live here, but people willingly live in fucking, you know, Wisconsin. <laughs> I just... I don't know. I don't know why people do that. <laughs> motherfucker, every single time I go to have to turn on my car in the winter when it's 10 degrees outside, I sit here and go, man, it can't be this bad in Florida right now. Um, well, of course not. <laughs> uh, the final question. It's, it's, wor- it's worse. <laughs> uh, well, you know, you just have to dodge hurricanes there. Um, 
The final question is going to be coming from JC. Spoiler alert, I said it at the beginning of the episode. Uh, JC, as always, if you've listened to our episodes once or twice before, JC is not afraid to ask probably the most crazy, absurd questions that you could come to. So, guys, here we go let, again. Let me get my search engine ready because it's going to be some oh, convoluted no, fucking no, question. No, 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 JD, you're not going to need any search engine for this. Ah. <sighs> In your opinion, who on your team is the most and least attractive player? Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead, JD. I'll, I'll go last. Well, all right. Let me think about this. Um, Mo okay, so, uh, Salah without his shirt on. Hey, hey. Mo Salah without a shirt on. Uh, I mean, you got James Milner with the jawline. I, 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 mean, I swear to God, if you think James Milner is an attractive person, <laughs> we're getting those glasses corrected. That jawline, though. Um, yeah, I mean, him, yeah, him and Jay Leno can get into a chin off. I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, Ox has just got the drip. Um, same with Divock Origi. Also, hey, Divock, big cock, Divock. I mean, it's not, it's not me. I'm just objectively calling them attractive. But for, no, it's, for an it's outside a- person, like, you know, size matters sometimes. But um, I, I don't know. Uh, it's definitely not okay. I'll, I'll say Harvey Elliott is the least attractive. Oh, I'll say well, I'll say that much. Well, uh, even gonna, with oh, even without the ponytail. Oh well, I'm telling you right now, he just clapped back at you on Twitter. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure he follows us. Um, <laughs> I don't mean any offense, uh, but yeah, Harvey Elliott probably not um, most attractive. Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, Allison Becker. He's got the beard. That's cool. From from like from what what I would want to emulate, I would love to be able to grow facial hair. I think I think I would look better. I'm just in. I would. I'm incapable of growing facial hair, and you know I've come to terms with that. So, Allison looks pretty cool. Um, I mean Van Dyke just Van Dyke just looks fantastic all the time. Um, I would like to see Van Dyke without the ponytail. Well, you could see it when he was younger. Um, when he didn't have, uh, when he didn't have his hair the way it is now, but he said it in videos, in like Liverpool videos, like behind the scenes stuff, like kids have had, I, there was one, it was like cop kids where like the KOP, the cop, uh, where it was like the, the U tens or whatever. were like asking, I think it was Virgil van Dyke and somebody, I forget who else it was. It might've been Ox. And they, this kid said, can we see you without the ponytail? And he said, no, nobody sees me without the ponytail. <laughs> and he like did, he didn't. He didn't take the ponytail out for this fucking kid. Like, he's just like, no. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm gonna look up young... Like, dude, even yeah, when Yeah, no, if you look well, at, at him at Celtic and yeah, him, him at Groningen... Yeah, but he still had long hair at Celtic. Yeah, that's, but I'm saying you see it without the ponytail, though. Like, maybe it's at, Gro- at Groningen in, in, in the area Divisie when he was really... Wait, before he went to Celtic. It, I've seen pictures of him without the ponytail... And it's it. He looks very different. <laughs> like that's what I'm saying. Like honestly, I would love to see what Virgil Van Dyke looked without that ponytail. Like, I don't know. That's that's just me. But I, I'm not sitting here fascinating about another person's hair. Um, I right, I guess if I had to go through the Man United team and I had to kind of figure out who's attracted and who's not, well, there's well, this I know, guy. I know who's not. <laughs> well, there's this guy named Harry Maguire who looks like that's he took. That's not yeah, what I was thinking yeah, of. Oh uh, uh, well, no. I mean. 
Bruno's not the, a yeah. Bruno's not say a looker Bruno, either. Bruno got the got the buck teeth. Yeah, Bruno's not a looker either. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, Bruno. Oh no, Roberto Firmino is my answer. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Roberto Firmino is my answer for Liverpool. I completely right. forgot. He's got those perfect teeth. I'm not yeah, gonna lie it's, to you. It's it's the teeth. Um, uh, for all the uh, guys out there or girls, uh, JD likes a nice set of teeth. Um, yep. Yep. You heard it first confirmed here um but uh no um yeah harry Maguire, bruno definitely not the uh not the most attractive uh men i've uh seen around and of course if you're talking about attractive you can't not say cristiano ronaldo um i feel like marcus rashford's a good looking guy i think he's you know he's he's pretty well taken care of uh paul pogba another well taken care of guy so um but really, my answer is always going to be McSauce, because McSauce has got the sauce. He's just a saucy sauce. guy. He's a saucy yeah. guy. What about um, Phil Jones? I think Phil Jones is going to follow fall into the other category. <laughs> not, um, not good or bad, just other. Just other. Other. I really, I have no opinion on Phil Jones, and I'd like to keep my non-opinions to myself. Um, but guys, that is the end of the episode and, uh, knock on wood. It looks like JD, we've made it to the end without ACDC's, uh, concert starting in your background. So, well, at, th- at this point we could cut it because if the power went out, um, I mean, I think, I think the file would save, oh, thank um, God. and we'd be far enough along, right? We would just put out a thing saying like, yeah, it got cut off at the end, uh, but yeah, no, I think the rain's died down. I haven't heard thunder in a while, so we should, we should be good fantastic fantastic but guys as always thank you again for supporting us uh through everything the english premier league is back which means so are we guys as always make sure to give us a follow on instagram at the epl boys if you are not already as well make sure you are hitting like subscribe and leaving a five-star review on any of the streaming services you are listening to us now it helps you have no idea but guys like i said as always my name is matt with JD, guys, be safe, be well, and guys, we will see you over the weekend. Peace out.